Good morning. It's uh, it's Tuesday. It is uh, August 16th, and we're on day two of our study of the Hebrew, chapter 12. I'm looking at verses 4 through 24. So there's so much that we could talk about when it comes to that simple statement. We have salvation through Christ's grace alone. We could go step by step through all the scripture. Uh, we could do an um, in-depth study of doctrine, of the, of the Old Testament sacrificial system and its fulfillment in Jesus Christ. We could look at the sacraments, do a year-long study of the teachings of Jesus. There's, there's just all kinds of approaches that we can take to this subject. But let's look at the value of the gospel message. It's amazing. It's amazing that the price that people have been willing to pay throughout the centuries so that the gospel would continue to be preached, that the grace of God would continue to be proclaimed, that people would be able to find hope in Christ and Him crucified. And the price is laid out so powerfully in the book of Hebrews. We don't know for sure where the people were that received this letter. Most likely, I think, Rome. But we do not know quite, well, we do know quite a bit about what was going on. You see, the letter was written to a group of Jewish people who had become converts to Christianity. So there was this period of time where, where they were working out how to integrate with the Gentile Christian population. The Jewish Christians held Jesus to be the Messiah, but they still undoubtedly dressed like Jews and ate Jewish food and upheld Jewish traditions. No real problems here. But the rub came when the Emperor Nero, looking for a scapegoat to divert attention away from himself, declared Christianity a religio illicita, an illegal religion. All over the land, Christians faced horrible times. They were having their property taken from them. They were jailed without cause or trial. They were beaten. Inevitably, many were being killed for refusing to renounce their faith. And it's kind of hard for us to think to, to truly grasp the situation and, and, and to even imagine what's going on. But the Jewish Christian faced a unique kind of challenge. You see, the people persecuting the church didn't know all the details about the Christian faith. And while they went after the Gentile Christians with rapid intensity, they were leaving the Jewish Christians alone. And I guess, I guess assuming that they were still Jewish and not an illegal religion. But the persecutors were beginning to figure it out, that the things were a little different. If you, if you go back to chapter 10 of Hebrews, and read verses 32 to 34, um, well, let's do that. We'll hear about, the, hear about the, what they're experiencing. Here's what the writer puts, said, but recall the former days when after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with su sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach the affl and affliction, sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. The persecution was bad enough, but worse times are coming, as we read in the first part of our lesson. In your struggle against sin, you have not resisted to the point of shedding your blood. The point is that the Jewish Christian has been, had been resisting 
but that soon they would be joining their brothers and sisters in martyrdom of their faith. But here is where the unique part of the Hebrew Christian situation came into play. You see, the Jewish Christians had an out. They had a very easy way of avoiding the persecution. They didn't have to publicly recant their faith or anything like that. All they had to do was quietly to go back to the synagogue, quietly abandon their Christian faith, and go back to their old way of life. And basically simply act like nothing had ever changed for them. Can you imagine how tempting that must have been um, when, you're, when you continually saw your neighbors and friends and brothers and sisters in Christ tortured and even killed for following Christ? So what was it that kept them from going back to their old ways? We call it gratia, grace alone. These Jewish Christians had come to know the all-surpassing wonder of finding salvation, not by works or by deeds, but solely in the blood of Christ, as we read in Hebrews 10.10. 10. And we, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. This hope was so different from what they had learned growing up that they had to try to reach God by means of making many sacrifices over and over and over again. And that they had to try to please God through works of the law. So precious was this gospel hope, so treasured was this grace of God, so valuable was the truth of God's love shown to sinners on the cross, that they would rather give their own lives rather than abandon their faith. When is the last time you considered the value of the gospel message in such terms? Let's pray. Lord, how easy it is to forget the value of the gospel. May we always, may I always, treasure it and treasure your grace. Amen. I want to think about the question I just asked a few moments ago. When is the last time you considered the value of the gospel message in such terms? Right? The terms that the early Christians faced, that these Hebrews, this, what the letters of Hebrew was written to. Right? So precious was this gospel hope. So treasured was the grace of God. So valuable was the truth of God's love shown to these sinners of the cross that they would rather give their own lives rather than abandon this faith. Honor that as you think about the gospel message. Talk about it. Work through it with a family member or a friend. Somebody at the church. Should we know? Let's talk. Go in peace to the Lord. See you all tomorrow.